Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yom Yishur. Today Yishur is Daf Mem Bet. We'll begin on Mem Aleph. Amud Bet at the Mishnah. Bezdat Hashem will be finishing the Perek today. The Mishnah starts as follows: Yom Tov Harishon Shel Chag Shechal Liyot BeShabbat. On the first day of the holiday falls out on Shabbat. Kol Ha'Am Molichim Luvem LeBet HaKnesset. Everyone brings their lulav and its dog on Erev Yom Tov to the shul. The next day, and the next morning, everyone comes, finds his own etrog, and he shakes it on Shabbat. Of course, we know we don't do this today. This is talking about a regular shul, but we're talking about the old days. We'll see soon. The Gemara will explain. Because the rabbi said, The reason why you have to find yours and you can't just use anyone else's is because a person cannot be able to say what someone else will love. But on another day of the holiday, a person can be able with his friend's love. Says Yossi, let's say a person forgot a Shabbat and carried his love to Shul on the first day. He doesn't bring a Korban Chatat, even though normally you would. Or oh, you forgot a sword to carry. Why? Because you carried with permission. Meaning, now, of course, you didn't have permission to carry. You weren't supposed to carry. But the reason that caused you to forget is a mitzvah. And when the reason why you're supposed to do a mitzvah, since since your reason was a mitzvah, Rabbi Yossi holds your patur, even though you made a mistake on the other stuff. Okay? Says the Gemara, How do we know that a person cannot use your friend's love? Tanu Rabbanam, we learned in a mission, in a brighter. It says, You should take. That means that each person has to take. And it says, And what do we learn from there? As opposed to each person take, meaning as opposed to one person taking for Kal Yisrael. could be all Kal Yisrael. means everybody. Lachem teaches you. It has to be yours. To exclude a borrowed one or a stolen one. From here, the rabbi said, From here, the rabbi said, A person cannot be able with his friends, unless you gave him a present. Now, if you give your friend a love and a throw as a present, then it's okay. Umar said there was a story, famous story, but Aban Gamel with Bishua Bialism and Azariah, Rabbi Akiba, thank you, Yaakov. Shein Bayim Bismina, they were coming in a boat. Only Aban Gamel had a love, nobody else had a love. Shilakhub Elif Zuz, and he had bought the love for a thousand Zuz. Of course, Aban Gamel is Nasi, and he's wealthy enough to spend a thousand Zuz. On a love, 
Natlu Rabban Gamaliel Yosef. So right away, Rabban Gamaliel shook his lulav. Vinatno Rabbi Yeshua. I gave it to Rabbi Yeshua. Matana, matana. Interesting. I gave it first to Rabbi Yeshua, being that Rabbi Yeshua, in theory, was the one that he argued with in Masechet Berachot. But here he gives it first to Rabbi Yeshua. Natlu Rabbi Yeshua. Vinatabo. Natlu Rabbi Azab Ben Azayah. Matana. He gave it to Azab Ben Azayah. Matana. Why does the brighter fear ice finish up and tell you that he returned it? Of course he returned it. What's the point? The brighter is not listing history over here. What's the point of saying that he returned it? The Gemara wants to teach you something by the way. What we want to teach you is We want to teach you that if you give a matana, it's called a matana. Now, in the story, it didn't say that Rabban Gamliel gave a matana, a conditional gift. But, we're understanding from the fact that it mentions that he returned it. We're understanding that he told him with all the rules that this is only yours on condition that you return it. And if you don't return it, it's 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 not yours. Now, I would have thought that when you have big rabbis like that, you just give, you could just give a matana. And not necessarily do you have to actually make a tana- condition. Why are you making a condition? We'll just give it as a gift and he'll give it back. What do you think he's going to keep it? But I guess that's only because we're not as worried as the Chachamim were about the mitzvot. Now, when you think about it, we're learning two things. We're learning, number one, that there was a matanahsir from the fact that until you returned it must be that that was part of the condition and that's what's being mentioned. Also, take this etrog on condition if a guy says take this etrog on condition that you'll return it to me. If you're not and he took it and he was your if you returned it, Yatza. if he didn't return it, even if he didn't return it for no reason he wasn't Yotzeh, because since he didn't fulfill the Tanai, it turns out it was never his in the first place. Since it was never his in the first place, it can't be Yotzeh. Says the Gemara, What does that have to say? What's the point of saying the price of the Etrog? Okay, it's an interesting fact, but what's the point? The Mishnah wants the important lesson of how much the rabbis appreciated Mitzvot. When you see a rabbi buy something for a thousand zoos, it is a lesson. When a person buys a drog for a thousand zoos or buys it or, or values a mitzvah, it's a lesson for all of us to re-strengthen what's a mitzvah and what's not a mitzvah. I'm going to learn more by Amei Ravashi. More by Amei Ravashi. My father was praying with his love, and he would always pray with his love to show his love. Even though you don't have to pray with love, he would pray with love. 
Metivi. By asking a question, how could it be that a Maymar prayed with a Lulav? Doesn't it say in the Brita? Person shouldn't hold tefillin in your hand or sefer in your hand and pray amidah. and you shouldn't go to the bathroom with them with tefillin in your hands. I'm sorry. you shouldn't sleep with them. How much more said? Even you can't even have a a a, a, a knife in your hand because you're you're afraid that you're gonna, it's gonna fall. Or a tray because maybe it'll spill. Or maot or loaf of bread or money. Call and you can't have any of these things in your hands. So therefore, how could it be that I mean I had a lulav in his hand? This bright that says you're not supposed to hold things when you pray amidah. It's gonna mess around with your concentration. Says when hatam lav mitzvah over there is no mitzvah while you're doing it. And therefore, you're worried about them and you want to take care of it. Here, since it's a mitzvah and you love it so much, you're not you're not worried about it and you're excited about it and therefore you're allowed to hold it. Tanya, we learned in the Brayta. This is what the, this was the custom of the people of Yushalayim, who, of course, we know were people who had the right thoughts. A person leaves his house with his lulav in his hand. He goes to shul with the shul with the lulav in his hand. He prays Amida and Shema with lulav in his hand. He he would read the Torah with Lulav in his hands. Welcome, Albert. Uh, we're on the bottom of Mem Aleph Amur Bet. Okay. No said Kapav. He would do Birkat Kwanim. Manichwal Gabe Karka. Then you have to put them on the floor. It's amazing how. Albert, you got on as soon as we're talking about Perkat Kwanim. Okay, so we're discussing that the people of Yerushalayim, they used to hold their lulav all day. They loved it. They would hold the lulav all day. While they're praying Amidah, while they're saying Shema, while they're walking to Shul, the only time they put it down so far is if they Kwanim during Perkat Kwanim. Okay? They go to visit the sick or to, to visit in the Shiva house. We'll have all be able to love in the hand. Next class, the Beit Hamikdash, you go to learn. Mishagel of Obiyad Beno, Obiyad Avdo, Obiyad Shilcho. Then, then when they're learning, of course, they don't hold the course. They want to focus on their learning. My Kamashman, what does it teach you? Lord Yichad Kamayu, Chavim Mitzvot. How much they love Mitzvot, and therefore they do all these things with the love because they surely love the Mitzvah. And there's the reason the Mitzvah. Okay, says Gemara Yosi Omer. Yom Tov, we, we said in the Mishnah, that if on the first day of Yom Tov that falls on Shabbat, if you carried, by mistake, if you carried the love, you're patur. Even though normally when you forget that you're not allowed to carry on Shabbat, you have to bring a korban chata to the Bet Mikdash. But if the item that you forgot and carried was not your uh, vase, but was your lulav, then Rabbi Yossi holds you patur. Amar Abaya, when did we say this rule that you're patur? That's only if you didn't you weren't yotze with it yet. 
אבל יצא בו חייב. But if you were Yotzeh already, you're Hayav. Meaning, what he's trying to say is that if you were Yotzeh already, now, you, you're not doing a mitzvah yet, and therefore, you, we can't count you as a guy who's mistaken in a Dvar Mitzvah. You're not busy with a Dvar Mitzvah. Because even though we mentioned before that the people of Yushalayim would walk around to show their mitzvot, but that's not a mitzvah enough to take away your Chayav Chatat. And therefore, it's only when you were going to Shul to be Yotzeh. But if you weren't going to Shul to be Yotzeh, it means Yotzeh already, now you're carrying it around during the day by mistake, then you would have to bring a Korban Chatat. Gemara asked the question, how could Abayah be right? What do you mean? You're telling me that when you carry it to Shul, whenever you carry it to Shul, you're only, you're, that's the only time you don't bring a Korban. And if so... As soon as you pick up the lulav, you're Because the whole mitzvah is likicha, taking it. And once you took it, you're So there can never be a case where a guy could carry and be patur. The Mishnah had said that Yossi holds you patur when you carry it to shul. There can never be a case to be patur when you carry it to shul. Because as soon as you pick it up, you're automatically yotzeh. Did, did I lose you, Albert, or no? So the Gemara is now going to have two possibilities of how you could not be Yotzeh when you pick it up. Amar Abaya Abaya says, The case is when you flipped it, which means you were carrying it in the street and you had the love upside down, the drog upside down. Since they're upside down, you're not Yotzeh. And therefore, therefore, you're good. We're talking about a case where the guy was carrying it to shul upside down and he flipped it over in shul and therefore he wasn't your tayyat, that's why he's patur. Rav Amar, we don't have to say that he flipped it. It could be that he didn't flip it. Here we're talking, dealing with, if he carried it in the bag, since he carried it in the bag, so he's not, so, so then, that's the re- or, or he carried it in a, in a vase, that's the reason why you're patur, because you weren't going to say it, because you're carrying in a vase. You have to carry it without a vase. Didn't Rava say earlier that if you carry if you carry a lulav with with something else, you still you still yotzeh. So therefore, how could he say you're not yotzeh over here because you're carrying in a bag? He holds you can be yotzeh with something else, carrying it with something else. That's only if you carry it in the right way. Meaning, if you're carrying it in a normal way that you put a, a you wrapped a, a handkerchief around it, or you're wearing gloves. But if you carry it on a tray, then you're not yotzeh because you're not carrying it in the regular way. And therefore, we're talking here where you carry it on a tray. Okay, says the Gemara further. You with me so far, Albert, or no? Amar yes. Avuna, Avuna says, Omer Hayar Rabbi Yosi, used to say. If you have a, a, a korban ola of a bird ola, which you find among other birds. Okay? And you think 
there was a chatat of. Now a chatat, a kohen could eat it. A ola, the kohen is not allowed to eat. And he made this error, and he mistook one for the other. The and he ate the ola. Patur, he's patur. For the same idea is that he made a mistake in a mitzvah. Meaning, it's one thing if you eat the korban ola just like that, and you thought it was a uh, a regular bird from the butcher store, that's when you chayab to bring a korban chatat for eating the wrong thing. But when you thought it was a korban chatat, eating a korban chatat is a mitzvah. And since eating korban chatat is a mitzvah, you, you're going to be patur from korban. So you see, that, that, that fits exactly with what Yossi said in the Mishnah. That when you carry outside your lulav and you thought you thought on Shabbat, you're not bringing a korban because you were doing a mitzvah. That's the same thing we said before. Why would you see the law again? No, I have to tell you both of them why. I would have thunk. Over there, you may. The reason why we tell you patur is because when you carry the love, you're doing a mitzvah. But over here, by the case of the the bird, where you're not doing a mitzvah, you're eating korban Allah. When you carry the love, you're doing a mitzvah. Yeah, you weren't supposed to because you're not supposed to carry, but you're doing a mitzvah. Or you're going to do a mitzvah. Not right now, but you're going to do a mitzvah. But when it comes to Olat of you're eating a korban Allah. You won't, no one's supposed to eat a korban Allah. That's not a mitzvah at all. You might have thought that's not called a mitzvah. Kamashwan comes to teach you that you are. You are patur. Maitivi, they ask the question, if you shech the korban tamid, and you didn't check it first to make sure it doesn't have a blemish, because the Quran does not have a blemish. <coughs> and you shekhet you shek, you it the right way. Vishabbat, chayav chatat. You have to bring a Quran chatat. Since you didn't check it, it's pasul. And therefore you bring Quran chatat. You need another Quran tamid. So you see from here that Rabbi Yossi says if you didn't do a mitzvah then you are chayav chatat. So why are we saying in the case of the Ola that even though he didn't do a mitzvah he doesn't bring a korban chatat. Here we see that in the case of the korban tamid of the morning you were supposed to have checked it for blemishes. You didn't check it for blemishes. You shechted the animal and Rabbi Yossi said you bring a korban chatat because you didn't do a mitzvah. What do you mean? I thought about the case, case of Olata of. That's not a question. Why not? Because we said, The case was that you brought it from. It's not that you didn't check it. You brought it from the room of animals that weren't checked. 
why, right? Since these are animals that are not waiting to be checked, we can't say, oh, you're busy with something else, and that's why you did it. Because these are not ready for, you know, if the guy was excited to his animal, he did it quickly, then we'll call him patur. But over here, he just bought it from the place that wasn't Mavukar. Since he was supposed to bring it from the right room, that's close to Mezid. And therefore, we don't say you're busy with mitzvah. It's only when you made a good, a, a, a decent error. But if you made an error that, that was an obvious error, then that's the reason why over here he says no. But in general, when you made a, 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 a good error, like this guy who took the korban olah and ate it by mistake, then Rabbi Yossi holds you are patur from the korban. Is that clear, Albert? You ready for the Mishnah, last Mishnah? Okay. Let's go, guys. Says the Mishnah. If a guy has lulav, it's rogan hadasim, and he comes home, you, are you allowed to put it back in the water on Shabbat? Because usually they put them in water. It says the woman could take it from her husband or from her son and put it back into the water on Shabbat. Shabbat Okay, he has rules like this. He says, on Shabbat, you can return it. But you can't add water. On Tov, it's Yom Tov, which is less strict than Shabbat, you can add water. But you can't switch the water. And on Cholom you can switch the water. If you have a kid who knows how to shake Lulav, Chayav Belulav, you Chayav to buy him Lulav. This is an interesting thing. People think that if my kid's not by mitzvah, you don't have to buy him love. It's nice to do it, but you don't have to. You have to give a, a, a love to a kid who is old enough to understand how to do mitzvah. Of course, she can take the love from her husband. Why shouldn't she? Maybe she can't move it. In other words, maybe she can't touch a lulav on Shabbat since she has no mitzvah. Kamash malan that she can. Because since her husband could use it, it's mm. like a keli and she can move it. Okay. We said in the Mishnah, Katan when a katan knows how to shake it, you have to bring him a lulav. Tan Rabbanan, Katan if a katan knows how to shake, chayav lulav, he's chayav lulav, if the kid knows how to put on a talet, chayav is a seat, yes, there is a seat. The shmort, if the kid knows how to put on tefillin, aviv lokech lokevin, the father should buy him tefillin. Yodel, the bed, once the kid knows how to talk, Yaakov learned how to talk, aviv lomdo Torah, the father could teach him Torah, v'kiriyat shema, I teach him kiriyat shema. Torah ma'ihi, what does it mean that you have to teach him Torah? What pasuk should you teach him? Amar avamnuna, the first pasuk you teach him is that we have an obligation to learn Torah and it's our inheritance. It's what I'm giving over to you. Father inherits money to the kids, but the main thing the father inherits to the kids is his focus on the sport. Okay? 
when you teach Kisan Kirchima, how much you have to teach him? Pasuk Lishon, the first Pasuk of Kirchima, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Haideh Lishmor Tkufo, if a guy knows how to watch his body, you have a kid who's a Kohen, and he knows how to watch his body, that he doesn't get ta- get Tameh with a dead body or uh, or insect, Ochlin Al Gufo Tarot, you can rely on him, and you can eat tarot. You don't worry that maybe he's tamech. The shmor tadav, he knows how to watch his hands, and he doesn't touch something that's affect tumah. Ochlin Adav Tarot, you're allowed to eat tarot with him. Okay, there's different al gufo or al yadav. Al gufo means that even if it touched. Even though his body touched it, it's okay. Ayadotarot means even though he touched it with his hands, that's the next step. Okay? Because hands can be more tamer than your body. Hayodel lishol. If you have a guy who lishael, which means if there's someone who can answer a question to say yes, no, or I don't know. Right? And you don't, in other words, let's say you have a Tumak question. You don't know if your um, sack of potatoes that, got, that are wet already, if they got tamerified. So if you see a kid who can answer a question and you ask him, did, uh, you know, did the weasel touch this? If he knows how to answer yes, no, or I don't know, and he answers, I don't know. Finish you, if they're in private property, then we say, that's a rule that general rule by Tuma that's a fact Tuma is Leave it, Yosef. Don't touch, don't touch. Yosef, no, no, don't touch. Albert, you still there? Albert? You there, Albert? Hello. Sorry, I lost you there a second. Okay. We're talking about a, a Katan who knows how to ask, and my son hung up the phone on you. Okay. Hayadel of Lefros Kapav, if the kid knows how to spread out, look, we come, you got back on the phone again by Konim. If the kid knows how to spread out his hands by Bekat Konim, Cholkin lo Tiruma, Beta Grot, then you're allowed to give him Tiruma. Since everyone knows that he's Gadol, he knows that he knows that to watch the Tuma if he spreads out his hands. If he doesn't mean he knows the Uperkat Konim, we know he knows that to watch the Tuma. Hayodel Shchot. If you have a Kohen, you have a guy who knows that Shecht, a kid who's under Barmet knows that Shecht. Ochlim Shichdo, you can eat the Shichita. That's only if an adult watched him and saw that he did it right. What about the next step? If the kid stops nursing and now he's able to eat a kazayit of flour, then 
The rule is once the kid's not nursing, then his his bowel movements start to smell, and you're not allowed to pray next to his bowel movements, as opposed to a nursing infant, that you are allowed to pray next to the bowel movement of a nursing infant. Amar Chista, who that's only if he's able to eat the kezayit of bread in the time that it takes to eat half of loaf of bread. If the kid is already six or seven years old, then even if he can't eat it fast and he's not able to eat, he's still you're not allowed to be praying next to his uh, bowel movement. When he's able to eat a kazayit of barbecued meat, then Then you're allowed to include him in your Pesach counting. Because the rule with Korban Pesach is that every Jew has to eat Korban Pesach, and you have, it has to be counted before, and you have to register first with your Korban Pesach. Now, at what age can a kid be able to be registered for a Korban Pesach? When he's old enough to eat a kazayit of meat from the Korban Pesach. Shnei says, Every person according to his eating, we have to register him on the seh. Only when he knows how to pick out from the Korban Pesach what's edible and what's not. The Ketzad, he need a, a guy, a kid who's old enough that when you give him a, a, a rock and a, and a walnut, he knows that the rock is garbage and the walnut is, is good and he keeps it. That's Siman that he knows what's, what's fit to eat, what's not fit to eat. And according to Yehuda, that's the criteria when you can register him on the Korban Pesach. Hazanan Allah, we'll come back and do Gulab Gazul next time. Okay, we'll stop here, Albert. Thank you, Rav. But is that the same tomorrow? We'll start the Lulav HaGazul. Lulav Perfect. Thank so, you. Hold on. Today's class, we didn't mention it this morning. You weren't on the phone. Today's class is, is a zikhut for our sponsor, his wife, and his baby boy. They should have success in everything they do. Okay. Thanks, Rav. Have a great day. Bye.